What's up, Mang? Hey, you, you can hey. hear me. You can see me. Oh, I can hear you and see you. <laughs> Thank, I'm in you. Love. Thank you for your time. Friday, I'm in love. How exactly. you doing, man? Exactly. Is it a good what day up? for you aside from talking to media scum? <laughs> it is so far. So far, so good. I, uh, yeah, woke up early. I went to bed early and I woke up early. Holy shit. What? You know, they're onto something with that shit because it's, it's good. I feel good for a change. You mean oh, the early to bed, early to rise? <laughs> that yeah. I stayed home. I watched TV. I, I bombed the dog, went to sleep, I woke up. Well, you know, all the wholesome shit. It seems to work. Uh, I can't believe awesome. it. We'll, we'll skip <laughs> all that wholesome stuff. See, most people I interviewed, they don't have a lot going on. In your case, there's a great <laughs> live album. There's a studio album, which you've released seven or eight tracks off of. You're also a heck of a collaborator outside of that career as well. <laughs> So I first uh, want to ask you about the Church's album. Did you know outright, hey, I want to put out seven, eight singles before it comes out? <laughs> Organic. No, that's some pandemic shit, my friend. You know, it's like, that's, a, that's like, I mean, that's actually, um, you know, one of the cool things. I was like, wow, how cool. Like, um, I never, I would have got like maximum four out of this thing, you know, if, if it was a normal time, I think, you know. But, um, but yeah, it was just nice to be able to, uh, to cruise. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't say enough that I was like, you know, one of the very lu many lucky people to go into this thing as far as where I was at musically. I felt like I had enough of a, of a foothold to like, you know, to like entertain my people while it was like on lockdown, you know, like I've, I felt a responsibility to like my fans, you know, and, and, you know, I think it's been growing also, but I think that like, especially my fans I was concerned about and was like looking forward to at least like, you know, giving them something to, uh, hold on to if you will yeah you gave the world that fully produced live stream on top of all this <laughs> oh yeah that <laughs> yeah. i fucking yeah. hate live streams can we just talk about live streams for a second it's like i swear to god i never want to see a live stream again you know like i, I really don't i never i i will do them i will always do them in times of need but not on <laughs> they're like stressful very stressful you know it doesn't from watching you it doesn't come across <laughs> that way you know, you, oh, you could tell me, hey, I get nervous when I perform, but yeah. I don't see it. I, I think that's. I don't really, I don't get nervous when I perform, but I do like the recorded stuff when it's like, like when people are going to sit possibly and pour over it, you know, like even if 10 people do that, I'm just like, just relax. <laughs> yeah. So kudos go to you with this great live album, the live <laughs> from Russia release, because a lot of artists have to warm up their voice to be able to go high. And on the second or third oh, song, <laughs> go straight into operatic <laughs> that, stuff. But I body. warm up my voice before. That's the whole thing. Like, you know, like that's, that's the stress of it, you know, like, and even, you know, like even when I don't have to sound check, cause you know, a lot of times I don't, I don't really have to sound check, you know, like everything, every, everything's all dialed in like exactly how it was the night before, you know, but like, I like to do my sound check because, um, my voice seems to like to open up like that. Like, so I warm up, like I'm warming up for a show before a sound check. And then I rip it and sound check through like four songs. And then something happens when I settle in and then I warm up before my, my main show. 
And, um, you know, and sometimes it doesn't even work. You know, you get a, get a bad flight in there, like a, you know, a bad, uh, you know, piece of zucchini or whatever. Who the fuck knows? But, you know, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you're, you're screwed, you know? So I try to like warm up a ton before you get on stage. Do you also have to do the vocal cool downs that Axl Rose does? I do. I do a cool down. Um, you know, it's funny because I can feel it when I really need it, you know, like there's like times, you know, um, but again, I mean, I like I warm up so much that um, what sounds like I'm like killing myself is not really killing myself. But the cool down is great. Like, you know, and um, and some people can even cool down. And I'm not suggesting this to people uh, to honestly to amateurs because it's, it's not good. Yeah, but like you could talk yourself into a cool down sure. sometimes. But um, but yeah, uh, it's um, it's definitely necessary. It's good. You know, I mean, Axl Rose is like he's incredible so like you know he's he's screaming you know he's got the fucking ball twist going so he's gotta gotta cool that puppy down i'm sure well if if you'll take another compliment on that live album i don't know if i've reached the quota here hey i'm here all day for your compliments by okay the way. just call me so you also managed to escape the cliche that i find of people who have success mm. writing for other artists on their live album they always have that weird middle of the song uh middle of the set medley like for example if you go see manilo they have to do that thing of <laughs> no i did the american bandstand theme song hit it and then oh, they do 30 shit. seconds of that you don't wow. do that stuff or is it <laughs> at least you don't do it these days no i don't do it these days but um yeah that yeah that is a fucking idea and a half though i'll tell you what <laughs> no i don't i don't know it, didn't, it never occurred to me but i you know you never know man there's still time to uh, become my uh, own version of vegas you know your own but, version yeah. of vegas wow, that's <laughs> so, obv so, baby <laughs> i'll be spending three weeks in vegas in a couple weeks and oh yeah it's, Kiss is going to be there and david lee uh, roth is going to be there so that might be the new oh vegas my god david lee roth is going to be there five shows going to all five Oh, oh come on you gotta get me when is that when uh is that it? is starts off new year's eve oh my god i mean besides the motherfuckers that are gonna be there celebrating it would be great you know what i mean like i want to celebrate with like eighty thousand straight men like i want to you know yeah eight thousand. it's a venue off. that holds 1100 <laughs> or so oh, okay so. there you go 1100 like crazy David Lee Roth fans and my I wife know, yeah. I don't know man and your wife <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't peg you as being the a Van Halen chick fan. in the room is gonna be your wife it's gonna be so sick oh she's blessed she's a trooper <laughs> but I before I ask oh you another God. thing or two about uh, your album and then let you go are you actually a Van Halen fan I have no idea what your influences are fuck dude I mean I'm, and I'm and no offense against Sammy Hagar. I love Sammy Hagar and all that bullshit. But like, uh, I, I like, and I like a few of his songs and uh, with them. And I think he did a great job because that's a hell of a thing to have to do, you know? Totally. Um, but David Lee Roth, I mean, you know, he just like, in the pantheon of front men, when it's really hard to like, be like a shirtless, long haired guy, you know what I mean? Like he made his own way, you know what I mean? Like he didn't, it didn't like seem like, when you look at that shit that he was ripping anybody off, you know, and, and, you know, the karate and all that stuff. I mean, you know, he, he, he paved the way and, and they, and there's some great songs, you know, reach down between my legs and, uh, I, the know, yep. I mean, come on. So. Well, I think he's the greatest front man of all time, but he did rip yeah, off a lot from a guy named Jim Dandy in Black Oak, Arkansas. 
after this interview, just go on really? and look up Jim. So that, the name of the band is Black Oak, Arkansas. Yeah, they had some successes. I've heard other about the band. one time in like like elementary school. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that is, but but I uh, yeah, it's like running through my head. Jim Dandy, you know, I. It's funny when you see like you know that kind of. It, it's like hearing hearing the the blues. I I won't call it a version because the the actual song that Led Zeppelin <laughs> made their own. Yes. It's an actual blues song <laughs> that existed in its full glory <laughs> before. It was their song. I'm sure it's kind of like that, that. That's half the Led Zeppelin catalog, which you learn as an adult and go, oh. oh. But back to you and your awesomeness. <laughs> uh, and my, my originality. Your originality. Okay. How yeah. many songs did you write for this new album? How, did I write for this new one? We wrote, uh, I guess there's 14 on it. Yeah. yeah, this is the most songs I ever put on an album. But, you know, I had some extra fucking time you know what i'm saying so yeah i put some extra songs on it and um yeah i'm happy with it i i really i'm excited for people to hear this record because um as exciting as it is to release singles and, and to get this many singles and it's cool um there's something about for me and uh, like this whole album as a whole that like feels like it feels like something like it feels good when you listen to it all at once um and it's not even that long i mean it's 14 songs but i think it's like under 40 minutes or something you know and you wrote with two, two famous Dan songwriters, Nigro and Wilson. <laughs> Did you know Dan <laughs> Nigro? Nigro old... just got really famous right in the end. He caught he caught up there. At the, oh yeah. The stretch. As yeah. a Long Island guy, I knew him before, <laughs> way back when when he was yeah. in a band called Sundays uh, before yeah. As Tall as Lines. Were you aware oh, yeah. of As Tall as Lines? I didn't know of Sundays. I, I was aware of As Tall as Lines. I didn't know about Sundays, but he's a very talented guy, you know, and he's just like. Um, He's funny because he like, um, you know, I love him now and like, but in the beginning I wanted to fucking kill him. I think he like, we like, he like, he kind of like occupies the space of a brother. You know what I mean? I just want to sure. punch him in his face, you know, but, um, but he's actually the sweetest guy and so fucking talented. And, and we'd written a, a couple of songs and like, I don't know, finally we got one that kind of really stuck out. You know, I think this song uh, safe here is, uh, is, is dope. And, um, uh, I'm excited. It's funny because I think it's kind of like a st not standalone track on the record, but it sounds a bit different than everything on the record, in my opinion. Um, and then Dan Wilson, Churches, best guy ever. Another another interesting guy because he was in a band. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and had a you know a huge song. I mean, I could have I could have sat and talked to that motherfucker all day, like for two days. I had two days with him. At the end of the first day, I was like, I, like I was like, oh shit, you got write something with them this is crazy. don't 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 fuck that up. i fucked that up before so you know suddenly um i was just like i just was like i had that title churches and i was like <laughs> and he was like oh i like that and then i was like thank christ and then we fucking blew you know went into the whole rest of it and uh he's amazing and um but i love him and um yeah yeah it was uh it's a it, it's a cool record i like it i think i think it's a good record i hope you know i hope people like it well the last question i have for you is in having so much output at a time when most artists basically just disappeared or they had writer's block did they? i didn't know what did to they? do you did wow. oh, oh yeah when like to quickly name drop when i was talking to the singer of the fratellis he was like i've written two and a half songs in the last three years a lot Aww. of people are kind of like mm. that you did the opposite so do you see yourself in six months like 
going full throttle and continuing or actually taking a long needed vacation? No, you know, I don't, I don't really do like vacations. Like I do kind of like, I just keep, I just keep it rolling. You know what I mean? Like, and I just keep banking songs. Like I already have like a bunch of songs kind of waiting for the next record and uh, you know, and, and a bunch of collaboration, like kind of dance stuff and, Awesome. But, you know, I just keep it kind of rolling so that I never I like I hate that panicky feeling of like, I don't have anything, you know, like I, I at least I got like bank songs that I like I intend to beat, you know what I mean? And, and keep going. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't get too crazy because I could I, I could literally like like book a studio for like a week or two next week and just bang out 10 or 15 songs you know i don't know if they'll be great but i know i could do it you know it's like from being a songwriter for other people when like nobody gave a shit whether you were fucking inspired or not they'd be like get in the room we need songs okay and that was it you know you didn't like get the chance to like nobody cared if you were not inspired that day and you needed to go to the movies they're like no get, get in the room you know and it was just like it was an exercise in like that's how you do it you just force yourself to do it again it's great to see you're still all about the craft all these years later. So kudos to Thank you me. on all that. And <laughs> looking forward to seeing you live in New York whenever that opportunity comes. Thanks, I think that's man. April or May or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, is that in New York you're coming? That is the plan. Which one? And you going to Terminal 5 or Brooklyn Steel? What, what would be the cooler gig to go to if you were a cool person? Because I'll go to the other one. <laughs> uh, why, don't you, why don't you get your little ass to Terminal 5, okay? <laughs> You'll be all right. I'll see you at Terminal 5. Thank you. Many years of great music. (laughs) All right, baby. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too. Can you hear me there? Yes, I can. Thank you for taking the time. How's your day going? Aside from having to talk to reporters. (laughs) Well, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's been busy, Mm -hmm. you know, just finished, uh, before I started having interview, I, um, I finished mixing uh, a new song. <laughs> okay. So, the, yeah. You're already working on the next album after Mother's Yeah, Day. I already have like four songs already mastered from that. And I'm mixing a fifth right now and soon to be mastered and move on to the next. <laughs> wow. And, and music is not your only creative endeavor, but it sounds like you're creating every day in some form. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, I was already doing that before the pandemic, but um, since the, the, you know, since the lockdown, I want to say, since we were like stuck at home, I've, I haven't really, you know, this is here in my studio and, and I haven't really left uh, the space hardly and I've been just creating. Um, and the more you create, I think the more... Uh, you have ideas and inspiration to create even more. So it's just like kind of, it's a flow of energy. And, and now there's, when I take a day off, which is not that often, I, I feel weird. <laughs> I feel like there's something missing in my day. You know, I appreciate taking a breather, but then I'm like, ah, I got to do something. Makes um, sense to me. Uh, yeah. it's, this isn't the longest album that I've ever heard. Uh, it's a pretty quick listen. But now that I know that there's even more coming out soon, that explains a lot of it. One thing I couldn't figure out listening to your music, are the vocals and the lyrics the first thing or the last thing that happened? You know, it's uh, it's both because, um, I mean, you're talking about the creative process, right? Like like when I write, uh, I often say, like, you know, 
uh, when I paint, that's when I have melodies that come and words that come and I will record those uh, just on the side, you know, either on my phone or I'll just jot them down real quick so I don't forget. And then, and then you know, those kind of ideas uh, start from uh, mostly vocal lines, uh, whether it's words or, or, you know, so lyrics or, uh, or melodies that are actually, and then I, I grab instruments and I find chords that go behind, you know, that support those melodies. Mm -hmm. um, but there are actually some songs and now I'm writing more and more both ways. Uh, but some songs that actually start with an instrument, whether it's a, a you know, a keyboard or, you know, if I plug it in, then I can have it sound like drums or or mm -hmm. beat or a bass or a guitar, and then I'll write like ideas, or I can just grab my guitar and 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 uh, come up with some riffs or some ideas like that. Uh, but mostly, yeah, from that album that um, the the Mothers of a New Nation, mostly it was uh, it came from vocal and vocal melodies first before anything. But now I tend to write like both ways, kind yeah. of evenly. It's a weird thing. And then I've had a couple songs that I, you know, that came to me in like a dream state and then I'll wake up and okay. grab my phone and try not to wake up anybody and just whisper. And sometimes sure. I can't even remember what it was and my whisper is like so soft that I can't even hear it. <laughs> but sometimes it, it's, it works out and, uh, and actually, there's two songs in the next album that I'm, you know, that I'm working on still that are from that dream, those dream, uh, you know, those like sleeping, waking up. I'm like, oh, that's hey, a song. It yeah. happens. Paul McCartney yeah. dreamed the song yesterday for the Beatles. So yeah, it's not impossible. <laughs> My favorite song from this album is Corporations. Uh -huh. When did you write that one compared to the rest of the album? Was that one of the first? Uh, no, what, the first one was Light and Love, and, um, and that was like, it, it, it's an old one because I, it's when I first starting to mess around with, I only had GarageBand at that time, and I was like, oh, I have this idea, let me see if I can kind of record this idea, I don't want to use the computer, like I was so reluctant to use any, you know, I was just like, I like, even for painting, like for years, people were telling me like, oh, you know, you can get like, there's all these new cool tools now you can get and you have the tablet and, and you just have a pen and it can imitate any brush, right. or anything you want. And, and you can pick any colors, you don't have to have material. Well, I like to have my, my like my old school, you know, I, uh, and so I, I had this like, uh it's not a fear i was really reluctant i think to you know like a mental block to using computers and and the same way with music but i had so many ideas that um you know uh it, it was kind of it's it's hard it was hard for me to wait on somebody that could assist me with putting out this idea so light and love was the first one and i had the keyboard and I had this riff what so that's what I wrote like simple and then I added beats and all this corporation was one of the newer ones too um uh and uh it you know uh same thing I had the idea for the, the for the riff 
And then I had all these weird little different melody lines. And that's why I go into the la da 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 da, you know, and and all this. And I was like, oh, let's just keep it all. And and uh, you know, I, I just, you know, it's it's like this album because it's it's not the first music I put out, but it's just the right. first time where I had to finish everything all on my own. So it's kind of like I'm learning as I'm going and let's let's just finish the songs and let's just do it. And, you know, and now I'm working on new songs, like I said, and, and now I have it a little more down with uh, uh, software and 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 uh, knowing what like how to use things and and slowly learning how to mix too because that's a whole other animal and i'm in no way a mixing engineer but mm. you know you're learning about like yes. the different plugins and the different things and the different sounds you can get and how can you you know so yeah <laughs> i think you make a good point that a lot of people who grow up or grew up with vinyl and cds and cassettes and all that know that hey you use email in your everyday life and you yeah. use a smartphone but you don't want to put the computers into the art and then eventually you kind of realize that if you use the computers as a tool and yeah. not for everything that if you mix the analog and the digital you get the perfect product that way by using both of them yeah it's true it's true yeah one supports the other it's uh you know yeah it's uh it's you know i've come to realize that you know we need to to kind of also live in the modern world that we live in so we yeah. can't just ignore all these tools and it's it's also you know i mean it's it's uh it's time consuming to try to go the other way where you know you have the new tools and you can just um yeah so I, I get it. So with your music, it strikes me as being original that you have a poet kind of vibe to what you do. But at the same time, it also reminded me in a good way of the band Luscious Jackson. Were you a uh -huh. fan of Luscious Jackson? No, I got to look it up. Uh, in the mid 90s, they had a number of hits. The Beastie Boys signed them to a label. And it reminded me of it because with Luscious Jackson, it was kind of a combination of early hip hop electronica uh -huh. but punk at the same time so it's very interesting that you organically oh, cool. came up with that sound without knowing them no i don't know them i i'm, I'm curious now because yeah that's that's about what you know what i did is kind of like mix different styles uh together and try to create something yeah like more original so because you know i'm a big fan of metal and and it's it, you know, you can tell in some of those songs that it's like, yeah, there's the riffs and the metal side, but it's not like a, you know, it's not like a metal album. I let myself like grab onto like the different influences that I have. And, and that's why, oh, well, now I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to check them out after that. <laughs> if you like them, I'll take credit for it. If you hate them, oh man, you're public. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting that you also have on your album a bunch of collaborators, including your son. Hey, yeah. you've got a musical family. A, yeah. a lot of families there, you know, family night is watching movies. Is the family night in your family ever jamming? Yeah, well, it's it's funny because we all have our little 
uh, spaces. You know, I have my studio here, which is my art studio. And I created a, a, a on that side, you can't see it, but it's like my, my little music zone. So now it's, so I, I spend like, you know, like I said, like a lot of my time here. Um, uh, you know, my daughter just started playing drums. Really, she got gifted a, a drum set in May of last year. And she's always wanted to play drums. And so she's like teaching herself all her favorite songs on drums. She's become a good drummer, so, but she it's in her bedroom. And so she does her drums and her art in her room. And then uh, my son has, you know, in his room, he has like his guitars, bass and, and guitars. Yeah. And, and he also uh, uh, uses his computer to record. He's actually better than me with writing songs on uh, using the software and everything. You, you know, we both use Logic Pro now because um, he started earlier and, and being younger, he kind of was born with the computers. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's like second nature for him. He's like, do no, no, all recording all these ideas. And then uh, uh, my husband, yeah, he has also his little zone in the house. Like it's a little, little area. Uh, and uh, he had to set up, he doesn't really, you know, he, he kind of knows how to record himself and ideas, but he does, he's like more limited. Mm -hmm. um, but, but we all, it's kind of like, we don't jam together, but we jam at the same time. <laughs> uh, and once in a while, you know, my, my son will come down and he's playing a thing and, and my husband will be like, oh, cool. You know, and, and, and one of us will go on the piano and, 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 and do something and just play around. Uh, but it was really cool. Uh, uh, I have to uh, say during the uh, the lockdown mostly because we were all stuck at home, right. and that's how I, I invited before the pandemic. I invited my son to play guitar on 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 those guitar sounds because I was like, yeah, you know, um, he's a great guitar player as well as a great bass player. But look, yes. I wanted him to play some guitars and and. And then uh, once lockdown happened, um, I was like, yeah, so it's definitely you that are gonna record the guitars. <laughs> Cause, and then same for, uh, we had some basses uh, on those on all the tracks before lockdown on, on the, like as a demo stage, you know, it was still a work in progress. And once, and the bass sounds, uh, I had to replace a lot of them and, and some of them were just me writing my key, my line, the bass lines on the keyboards. And some of them were uh, uh, the, the Tommy D, the, the guy that I was co-producing with when his studio was open and I would go to his zone. He's a bass player. So he played most of the bass lines, but that I was singing to him like as ideas. And, and then lockdown happened. And then I was like, I asked my husband to, to replay some of those lines so I could have like a real bass sound, um, which I would have never asked if, if I had a choice. I mean, you know, you always have a choice, but I was like, he's right there, you know? You make a really mind. good point. When, when you're in a long-term relationship with somebody, that's usually the last person you go to when there's a work-related thing. Yeah, exactly. I want to do my own thing. Uh, exactly. So one of my good friends, uh, Steve, who he used to be a major label recording artist. One time I was making small talk with his wife and I said, so how do you like Steve's new album? She goes, oh, I haven't heard it yet. And you yeah. go, 
uh, okay. So I'd assume you're in a similar kind of boat where you're it's like- It's so funny because yeah, and, and even uh, I think a few people asked, I'd asked Robert how he liked my songs and 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 <laughs> he's awesome. heard he's heard them by now, but but when he even when he was recording the bass line, I would just give him the click track yeah. and the bass line and he would just re-record that. Not even the full song. Like he doesn't even, you know, and then it's after the fact I'm like, yeah, now that you recorded it and, and it's mixed, let let me have you here. Cause, cause it's like, you know, I would say, oh, this song is coming, you know, my song, blah, 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 is coming out today. It's like, oh, cool. Can I hear it? Is that the song that goes like, and he would just sing the bass line cause you'll yeah. remember, is that the do, 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 you know? And I was like, yeah, that's, that's the one. Outro cast.